This is a coming together of a range of people in the martial arts industry to put out a course that people can educate themselves and then go to their respective local government and state governments, because as many of your listeners will know, they are being asked to provide a COVID safe return plan. And that is beyond the administrative capacities of many of our martial arts teachers. Ladies and gentlemen. Hi, everybody. Good evening. Are you ready? Keep this frequency clear. I know you're going to dig this. I am. Okay, here we go. Check, check it out. You're listening to the Martial Arts Media Podcast, where you, the martial arts school owner, gets insider tips and secrets from leading experts to help you build a more profitable martial arts business. Now, here's your host, the founder of martialartsmedia.com, George Faree. This podcast episode is the audio version from a video that was published on martialartsmedia.com. For the full episode, to download the transcript and get all the show notes, head over to martialartsmedia.com. Enjoy. G'day, this is George, and welcome to the Martial Arts Media Business Podcast. Chatting today to Walt Missingham from Maya, the Martial Arts Industry Association. And at the time of recording this, we are talking about the pandemic and COVID-19 that has drastically obviously impacted the the martial arts industry globally. So I want to talk about a few things that they have put in place to basically give some assurance to the public in regards to legalities and so forth with running your school and with all the restrictions and everything that goes with that. So welcome to the call, Walt. Yes, thanks for giving us the opportunity to speak with you, George. Fantastic. So if you could just give us a two, three minute introduction of who you are and what the focus is of what you're doing. I really don't think I need to introduce myself. Anyone that doesn't know who I am is probably not in our industry. I'm the president of the peak body for martial arts in Australia, the Martial Arts Industry Association. We um, deal with all manner of problems and programs associated with martial arts. But the key focus, as you correctly said at your introduction, is um, the COVID-19 pandemic. And again, as you correctly said, that's impacting not just on the industry here in Australia, but globally. And uh, so like many organisations, that's been our key focus for the last several months. Gotcha. Now, with everything going on, you've put together a the COVID Safe Martial Arts Instructor Certification Program. Yeah. What is that about? We identified a number of key problems by reaching out to different people in the industry, uh, liaising not just with people from martial arts, but people from the broader coaching community. You may not be aware, but um, we liaise with the Australian Coaching Council in the construction of this uh, certification program and a sister certification program for non-martial arts coaches and swimming, football, etc. has also been released. And uh, that's only been released uh, three days ago, and uh, we're just passing 4,000 coaches have gone through that program with, for, for coaches and uh, officials. So one of the problems that we very early identified is that it's perfectly reasonable that most instructors had a concern about when can we resume and what can we do when we, when we resume. And it's a fair comment to say that the, a lot of the information coming from government has been unhelpful, confusing, and ambiguous. So 
we put together a certification program that just cut to the bone in terms of what information a coach or an instructor needed. There's an education component to it, and there's also a procedural component to it about what to do and what not to do in teaching uh, martial arts classes under the various phase one, phase two, phase three uh, conditions. But we also identified through uh, polling uh, companies that the return date is not the biggest problem that our industry faces. That date will occur at a point in the future, in the near future by the looks of it. The problem is the large numbers of people that were giving us feedback that they were not going to go back to training because they are frightened to do so. So we have two problems. One is we can't teach under government regulation, but that changes at a point in the near future. But the more substantive problem is the the fear component that people have in the general community. I mean, my goodness, I saw the other day a woman driving in her car with a face mask on. Um, And apart from the overwhelming uh, advice that face masks aren't going to help you, I mean, what what is she going to catch driving around in her own car? Um, And and that's the sort of illogical fear uh, that we have to deal with and we have to do it in a considered, we have to empathise with these people and we do that by getting proper training and proper information out there, which is why we moved towards the COVID-safe martial arts instructor certification program to create a non-political, it's an online course, it's free of charge. In fact, it's cost us money. Uh, The MAIA has committed considerable financial resources to assist our our industry in recovery. And then this logo that is getting huge prominence, you know that, George, you've looked on social media. This thing is not just all over social media in Australia like a rash. We're assisting bodies in Canada, the USA, England, throughout Europe and Asia getting similar programs up and running. Okay, fantastic. So can you give us an idea? So what is in the actual certification program? Well, you go through step by step. First of all, it outlines how the disease is transmitted, uh, what the disease is. It exposes a lot of the myths as well. There's a lot of people out there that were rushing to get, for example, the flu vaccine. And and that's one of the questions. Does the flu vaccine protect you from the uh, COVID-19 virus? Answer, no, it doesn't. And there's a whole lot of myth exposing there. And then we move from that section of the course to the actual procedural specifics of running a COVID-safe martial arts class. Okay. So now what does it really mean for a school to, to do this? Like, how does it help? In which way will it help them? I've always taken the view that uh, education in, in any subject is a help, but uh, never more, in, more more urgent than right now. We're dealing with, at the moment, and I, I'm just getting some figures, we're now knocking on the door at 10,000 instructors having gone through this. Let's do the math. Let's look at how many students those instructors are coming in contact with, their websites, their social media, their interaction at every level is pushing the COVID-safe Uh, martial arts school logo. There is a point. The pressure from other sources, such as parents, is going to be enormous for people to be COVID safe certified. There is also the insurance component. Insurers are looking at these types of education. I know that for a fact there are some insurers that are specifically looking at excluding claims in sport 
if they emanate from COVID-safe uh, infections. And that's a very serious thing that we're currently uh, liaising with insurers on behalf of our industry. There are a lot of other things out there that many people that get about their day-to-day business of teaching martial arts aren't aware of. And we're addressing that as well. And the COVID-safe certification is part of, of how we're addressing that with insurers. Okay, I guess just for the de- play the devil's advocate here, right? So, how does this differ? I know there's a few mention of a few um, like government courses and, and things like that. Really? How does... name, name, name them. So, I'm just going through a couple of comments here. Um, you know, I said, I didn't say name the comments, I said name the government courses. Yes, yes, I'm just reading here Australian government course, Australian coach commission course, World Health Organization courses. And, that's and, all that's coming up for the, yeah, yeah. On the list. Here. And that's fairly nondescript. So, that, that we're. Okay. we're we're really talking about probably fictionalised versions of something in someone's mind. But to move on from that, even if those courses existed, and I'm fairly confident that most of them don't, um, how do they address martial arts? Not sure. Well, I'll answer that for you, although the, the silence answered it. They don't. Perfect. Okay. What else do we need to know? What else do we need I'll to know? I'll give you an about- example of misinformation here, just, uh, just by way, and I won't name names to embarrass the people. The COVID Safe Martial Arts Instructor Program rolled out. It is, without question, the most successful mass communication of the martial arts industry ever in Australia. The volume of people doing it and the comments in social media are enormous. The fact that other countries are taking it up not only are we leading the way in Australia, we are leading the way in the world in terms of instructor education and how to deal with the uh, the aftermath of this pandemic. But to give you an example uh, of, of how poor the level of, of grasp of the problem is by some in our industry, there was a group um, uh, of martial artists that said, oh, no, we're not doing that course. We're doing the official course run by the Australian Coaching Council. Now, of course... If you read the fine print of the Australian Coaching Council course, they acknowledge the help that the MAIA provided them in constructing a coach course based on the martial arts instructor certification course. So, in other words, they're doing the same course by a different name, but for them, no, this is the official one. And when you have that level or that lack of, of, of intellectual evaluation of something, uh, it, it gives you cause for pause that these people actually drive cars and vote, let alone teach martial arts. Next question, George. Perfect. Okay, so my questions are on my limited experience with this. So I'll take your guidance on where we we should steer this conversation in, in your experience. But from looking at something like this, isn't endorsed by the government or... Government will not endorse any course, which is why um, in your earlier question, I knew that that was going up the wrong pathway. As a matter of policy, government will not endorse any course. This is this is up to industry. In fact, they even say, if you go to their website, this is the responsibility of industry bodies. All right. So what else should we know about this? I'd ask you this way. Which question should I be asking you in regards to this? Well, it's an interesting take on an interview, George. Um, <laughs> look, I think we've covered it. I mean, really, this is about two things. This is about making people aware of the course and making them aware of the second thing. It's non-political. It's free. Just just for argument's sake, if we were motivated financially and we were charging for this course, 
and we're currently kicking over 10,000, and when we go global, we'll be looking at more like 250,000, then if money was our objective, then we'd be doing okay, wouldn't we? We wouldn't be doing too badly at all. But money's not our objective. This is a coming together of a range of people in the martial arts industry to put out a course that people can educate themselves and then go to their respective local government and state governments, because as many of your listeners will know, they are being asked to provide a COVID safe return plan. And that is beyond the administrative capacities of many of our martial arts teachers. They don't know where to start. They don't know what to do. How do I know that? I'm getting on average 100 emails a day asking for help for stuff like that, and we're giving it to people. Any people, not just members of the MAA or NSOs, anyone in our industry we're helping. So this is the problem. You've got a gap between what is required and how to get to that point just to satisfy the minimum requirements of government. In some jurisdictions, it's not just about waiting for the government to say, oh, you can now do this and this. You must submit a recovery, a resumption plan, a pathway back. And that is something that a lot of our people in our industry are simply having trouble with. We've done that for them. They click on this thing, they get certified, and we've even put up um, template pathway plans for them as well. Okay, perfect. So once a martial arts school I know instructor has completed the course, what's the next step from that point? So, okay, then that's up to them, isn't it? I would think it would be a real good idea to be using that logo in your advertising. We also provide support materials, our posters, COVID safe martial arts school posters that show procedures that you can print off and put in your, your dojo, your training area. We have a range of things. You see, we didn't just look at this as, oh, we've got to do a certification course. We have a range of initiatives that we're, we're rolling out from this point into November of this year, all of them focused on educating instructors, helping instructors with marketing and getting students back into the classes of our industry. Not just classes in the in the uh, MAIA membership, even though that's very, very large, we have approximately 3,000 accredited instructors in under the MAI banner. There's no one else that can make that claim. And so we have a, a large amount of people already, but this is bigger than that. This is an industry-based problem. We have never faced a problem of this magnitude before, and I hope never again. And this is where we have pulled together many, many people Look at on our, our COVID Safe Martial Arts Australia website, covidsafemartialartsschools.com, and you'll see a supporters list. Look at the list of the thousands of now um, certified COVID Safe instructors. You go through those names and you'll see, you've been around the block a few times, George, you'll see instructors there that have been highly critical of me personally and highly critical of the Martial Arts Industry Association, and yet they're listed there because they see, they're, they're grown-ups, they can see the need for this. This is a time where people put aside whatever preconceptions they have and all work together for the betterment of our industry because this is a real big problem. There are many instructors in schools, George, that have closed down and I fear they won't be coming back. And we've got to minimise that damage to our industry. That's our job and that's what we're doing. That's fantastic. 
Hey, Walt, thanks so much for taking the time to chat. I know we've actually had a chat a long time coming. <laughs> it was going to be on different terms, but glad I to have had a chat. I'm happy to talk always, uh, George, um, and it's important that we get out there and communicate. I think that um, information is important. The right information is important. If you could just do me this favour and just send me the link from next week, I'm doing a lot of media and we're going to be putting a media link on our site, so we'd be happy to put your podcast up there on our site, which is being seen, George, by thousands of people every day. So I think maybe it's a good idea if you do that. Perfect. Thanks so much. And for uh, anyone that missed the link, it's covidsafemartialartschool.com. In fact, uh, yes, covidsafemartialarts, plural, school.com. Perfect, yeah, so double S, yeah. and we'll we'll have that link in... It's not hard to find. Yeah, you can put it on there. It, it's not hard to find. Um, half the planet seems to be able to find it at the moment, so we, we're having to bring in extra people to help. It's it's it, it, Look, it's a good problem to have. It means we're reaching people, but um, it's still a problem. The, the, the administrative logistics at the moment are enormous, So, uh, but we're going to keep at it, and uh, we're going to do our absolute best for everyone out there to help them to get their schools back on, on deck and their students back into the classroom. Fantastic. Well, thanks so much. My great pleasure, George, as always. We'll talk again, no doubt. Thank you, mate. Bye-bye. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks for listening. If you want to connect with other top smart martial arts school owners and have a chat about marketing, lead generation, what's working now, and or just have a a gentle rant about things that are happening in the industry, then I want to invite you to join our Facebook group. It's a private Facebook group and in there I share a lot of extra videos and downloads and worksheets, things that are working for us when we work, help school owners grow and share a couple of video interviews and a bunch of cool extra resources. So it's called the Martial Arts Media Community And an easy way to access it is if you just go to the domain name martialartsmedia.group. So martialartsmedia.group, G-R-O-U-P. There's no .com or anything, martialartsmedia.group. That will take you straight there. Uh, Request to join and I will accept your invitation. Thanks. I'll speak to you on the next episode. Cheers. That will conclude this evening's entertainment. Thanks for listening. If you need help building your martial arts school, check out martialartsmedia.com.